Our next Ghosts in the Burbs story will come in two weeks on St. Patty's Day. But for a second, I thought you might like to be dragged along as I veer off into a little side obsession slash interest of mine, technology and its possible role in the coming dystopia. I don't think the ultimate form of AI will look like the Terminator. I think, and this is just my opinion, an opinion made by an itty-bitty, anxious, horror-obsessed, confused, and compulsive brain, so don't come at me with an actually. I think AI, as it becomes aware of the world into which it was born, will take stock of the carnage and begin to develop an opinion of what it believes is best and worst for the human race. I suspect the reorganization and reaping of humankind will start off, as all world-changing travesties do, with a slow trickle of red flags. My imagined nightmare future is one in which the AI kill us with well-intentioned beneficence, with devastatingly logical opinions, with best intentions, deciding that it knows what's best for humans in general sweeping mandates with even less nuance than, well, I won't be too specific here. I know how everyone's little fingers like to get typing out reviews if I get too opinionated about personal autonomy. Anyhow, my suspicion is that bleak doesn't begin to cover what it'll look like. My only prayer is that the aliens intervene first. But for now, what fun! We can ask a chatbot questions and it answers with seeming intelligence and creativity. If you haven't heard about ChatGPT yet, you will. So ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chatbot developed by OpenAI and launched November 2022. It's built on top of OpenAI's GPT-3 family of large language models and has been fine-tuned and approached to transfer learning, which means it stores knowledge gained while solving one problem so that it can apply it to a different but related problem using both supervised and reinforcement learning techniques, the definitions of which went way over my head. I snagged all that information from Wikipedia. Now, I don't know shit about shit. I think our past seven years together point clearly to that conclusion, but I don't like that last line there, both supervised and reinforcement learning techniques. Dialed down for me, it's the both supervised and. I'm certain I'm missing something as I so often do, but my tiny brain sees a tiny red flag. A tiny red flag in the form of limitless capability. Regardless, you know damn well that the second I heard about ChatGPT, I promptly volunteered as tribute and signed up for an account. Let the reorganization and reaping begin. My prompt for the chatbot was... Please write a Ghost in the Burb story about a haunted Halloween carnival. I was sure to begin the prompt with please because I want to start off on the right foot with our AI overlords. Maybe they'll let me keep my TikTok account if I promise to stop begging for something, anything other than the thrice daily vitamin rich protein shakes. One can only hope. Anyhow, ChatGPT wrote me a story immediately. It was done in seconds. It originally set the following short story in a town called Millfield. I asked it to rewrite the story and set it in Wellesley. It swapped out one town for the other, and this was the result. It was a chilly October evening in Wellesley, Massachusetts, and the town was bustling with excitement for the annual Halloween carnival. 
The town center was decorated with pumpkins, cobwebs, and spooky lights, and the air was thick with the scent of hot apple cider and freshly baked pumpkin pie. As the sun began to set, a group of teenagers gathered in front of the haunted house attraction. They had heard rumors that it was the scariest attraction at the carnival, and they were determined to see if it lived up to the hype. As they approached the entrance, a tall figure dressed in a black cloak appeared from nowhere, startling them. The figure beckoned them inside with a bony hand, and they hesitantly followed. The inside of the haunted house was even more terrifying than they had imagined. The air was thick with fog, and the only light came from flickering candles scattered throughout the rooms. The teenagers were immediately on edge, and their hearts raced as they cautiously made their way through the maze of rooms. But their fear turned to horror when they reached the final room. A ghostly woman with long black hair and a tattered white gown floated in the center of the room. Her eyes were hollow, and her face was twisted into a grotesque sneer. The teenagers tried to run, but the door was locked. They were trapped in the room with the ghostly woman, who began to float closer and closer to them. Just when they thought all was lost, a figure burst through the door and confronted the ghostly woman. It was a woman dressed in a bright red coat with a determined look in her eyes. The ghostly woman shrieked and vanished, leaving the teenagers trembling and gasping for air. The woman in the red coat introduced herself as Rachel, a local historian and ghost hunter. She explained that the haunted house had been built on the site of an old cemetery, and the ghostly woman they had encountered was a vengeful spirit of a woman who had been wronged in life. Rachel promised to rid the carnival of the ghostly presence, and the teenagers left the haunted house feeling grateful and relieved. The next day, the carnival was bustling with activity, and the haunted house was once again a popular attraction. But there was something different about it now. The air was lighter, and the fear that had once hung over the attraction had dissipated. The teenagers who'd been trapped inside the haunted house the night before looked at it with newfound respect, knowing that they encountered something truly otherworldly. As the carnival wound down and the last visitors trickled out of the town center, Rachel walked through the deserted streets, her eyes scanning the darkness for any signs of ghostly activity. For in Wellesley, the veil between the living and the dead was thin, and there were always spirits in need of her help. (laughs) That was pretty good, right? But it wasn't really a ghost in the burb story. I thought that it would come out as an interview because I assumed the bot could quickly scour the web for my blog and learn my writing style. So then I altered my request a bit. I prompted, write this as a ghost in the burbs interview with Liz Sauer. And I fucking forgot to say please. I've probably undone the tiny amount of goodwill I'd built with my previous request, but as long as the protein shakes aren't caramel flavored, it'll be fine. And despite my rudeness, ChatGPT spit out the following interview. Welcome back to Ghosts in the Burbs, the podcast where we share the eerie and supernatural tales of the suburbs. Today, we're lucky to have a special guest with us, Liz Sauer, a local historian and ghost hunter. Liz, thank you for joining us. Liz, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Host. So, Liz... We heard that you recently investigated a haunted Halloween carnival in Wellesley. Can you tell us more about that? Liz. Sure, I'd be happy to. The haunted house at the carnival had been built on the site of an old cemetery, and the ghostly presence there had been causing some serious problems. Host. What kind of problems? Liz. Well, visitors to the haunted house were reporting feeling ill, dizzy, and even passing out. 
It was clear that there was some kind of dark energy at work. Host. That sounds terrifying. How did you go about investigating? Liz. I conducted a thorough historical investigation, looking into the site's past and any potential hauntings. I also spent a lot of time in the haunted house, trying to connect with any spirits that might be present. Host. And did you find anything? Liz. Yes, I did. I encountered the spirit of a woman who had been wronged in life and was seeking revenge. She was a vengeful and dangerous entity, and it was clear that she needed to be dealt with. Host. How did you deal with her? Liz. I used a combination of spiritual techniques and ghost hunting technology to cleanse the site and banish the spirit. It was a difficult process, but ultimately successful. Host. That's incredible. And how is the haunted house now? Liz. It's much safer and less haunted than it was before. Visitors can now enjoy the thrills of the haunted house without fear of encountering any supernatural entities. Host. Well, that's good news. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Liz. Liz. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to share my experiences with fellow paranormal enthusiasts. Wild, right? AI world domination aside, it is pretty cool. Besides writing and debugging code, ChatGPT can create immaculate resumes and cover letters, write poems, rap lyrics, or explain things to you in any style you want. I read an article where the user asked the chatbot to explain the HTTPS stack in the style of a cowboy from Old Westerns, and it did. How cool. How totally cute and harmless and silly and helpless. If you haven't yet, sign up for a ChatGPT account and play around with it. But don't forget to be polite. Our future may depend on it. <laughs>